Blog Talk Radio. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Red left slot. Fifty-one X spot flanker cross. Someone right. Fifty-eight. Blue. Fifty-eight. All right, here we go. They're gonna jump right here. You know they're gonna jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot. Ninety-eight handoff slot on three. Ready? Balls. 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 Hey baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. What up, y'all? Do not hesitate to call the show at 267-521-0153. That's picking up the blitz if you didn't know what you're listening to. This is Kyle Beck with Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike. How's it going, guys? Hey, KB, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm, uh... I'm in Roots of the Bahamas, dude. We're on the boat right now. We're heading out there. Uh, got a couple hours ahead of us, man, but I'm here for the show, dude. I'm ready to go, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's it going, man? Money, Mike? Oh, it's all good. Just sitting up in the tower. Where's I view? I like it. I like it. Up in the tower. I like it. Up in the tower. Changing it from behind the glass. He's now up in the tower. I like it. All Look, the way all the way up. Turn Mad Money Mike up. Or Mad Money Mike, more like you turn us up so we can get into the speakers and sound systems but everybody listening to the show because we got a great one for you. we got a great show that's involving the collective bargaining agreement and how that translates to the RPO, which is the read pass option, if you didn't know, which is going to affect Baker Mayfield's draft stock. I'll tell you why in just a second. You know we got your locked and loaded picks. You don't want to miss those. Last night for NBA regular season anyway. We're going to take a look at that NBA playoff picture. You know UFC is going to hit the show. And we got to talk about how close Eddie was being right about something over the weekend. But we have to start here. And that is the collective bargaining agreement and how that translates to the RPO. Eddie, I want you to listen to this clearly because this is causing Baker Mayfield stock to rise in my book. This The CBA is hurting offensive line play. That's the collective bargaining agreement, which doesn't allow offensive linemen to practice the needed time that they need to practice. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Platoon, but you definitely know the quote, if the machine breaks down, we break down. Offensive line, that's a unit. That's a machine. They got to play together, and that takes practice. Now, how does this affect the RPO and Baker Mayfield? Just hold on. I'm getting there. The run pass option, when run effectively, freezes the linebackers and defensive ends, not allowing them to crash in the direction they believe the play is going. This is where Baker Mayfield's game is the best at RPOs in college football. Also, he's been the most accurate quarterback in college football over the last two consecutive years, specifically overthrowing throwing over the middle of the field. When you look at the other two quarterbacks that are rated above him, you could even say three if you want to put Josh Allen in that category. I'm leaving him out right now. Josh Rosen, he's got an alternative personality. Not a lot of people are going to jive with that. Sam Darnold, he's got an average arm, average hands. He fumbles all the time. I'm not sold on the redhead. Back in the day, these two guys, they'd be great. But in the millennial game that they play today, I have questions about their immediate success. 
and specifically their immediate success. Both of them can be very viable NFL quarterbacks. Also, even with Whip Baker it. Mayfield soaring, hold on, Eddie, even with Baker Mayfield soaring up in Kyle Beck's draft stat, status, state of mind, I got to throw Lamar Jackson into the same category. He, I know he's Michael Tebow, but this dude can play, especially in the RPO. I know he scored a wonderlick. I know he scored a fourteen on his wonderlick test, and we got some audio here to prove it. Kick that in, Mad Money. Hmm. Got to be an A plus. You know our receivers, A plus. I didn't really see anything that drops. It wasn't like last week, but me, D. Got to be a D. I threw interception, goal line. No, I guess it, I think it was seven incomplete passes. I did bad balls. So, but overall, I think. Got to be probably like a, a eight. I'm going to get an eight of because our team, they, they did a pretty good job of offense. Lamar, five more touchdowns today. Um, I guess it's, it's just helping us win, you know. We're just taking it week by week. I don't really look at that. It means a lot. You know, that's my favorite player. And from coming from him, I was amazed. You know, they told me in the locker room, I was happy. You know, well, I'm going to take it back to the sideline first because I had, after the interception, I, threw, I told my team I owed them about four touchdowns, I think. I said, I told them. And I was like, I'm determined. We got to score right here. And the offensive line, it was a huge hole. I just know I had to hit it. Everyone know what they're doing. You know, they mature. And they be pumping me up before the game. They be like, bro, we got you. And they, like, that's a great line. I tell them they like all mad. Like everything that and on with us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, I guess. But I ain't, I'm not worrying about that right now. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to win. It was great. It made my job a lot easier. You know, it made them look good. You know, we got a lot of good players, great players. Um, you know, it's the same quit. Like last year, he, I guess he, I think he got hurt first. Right. So that's why he like came back slow. All right. However, that that's cruel and unusual punishment for Lamar Jackson. But however, the QB position is about quick and decisive decision making, not overall intelligence or how many times you've been in the Crime Times magazine, E. Fane and Baker Mayfield. But this is trending in Eddie's direction right now because, look, the, the Miami Dolphins are going to set a good barometer for this draft because, look, Ryan Tannehill's stats and leaderships are meh. I mean, he does have a hot wipe, though. But, Eddie, how intrigued are you about the Dolphins moving up to get Baker Mayfield or dropping back a little bit to obtain Lamar Jackson? Both of Again, them listen, listen, winners. listen. Like, we don't know. Heck, stop. We don't know what's going to happen whatsoever, man, and you're – I, the the question I was going to ask you in the middle of your whole little opening segment there was, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson? I had no idea you were about to play that sound there. So the thing is, I don't want Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's NFL ready. I don't think he should be a receiver. He, somebody should draft him in the third or fourth round. But if you're talking about us trading to get up for him, come on, get out of here. That's nuts. No, but also with Baker Mayfield, I don't want a quarterback, dude. I don't want a quarterback, man. We got, we got, we got our boy Ryan for the next three years. And then we got Brock. Man. Good to go, man. Man. No, Brock Osweiler, obviously. Man. That's a joke. That's a good back. That's a decent backup to have. He's awful. I know he's not He's not any good. Let's be real. And I was so upset that they signed him. But for us to draft a quarterback is not what we need to do at all. If you're going to talk about the Miami Dolphins, dude. What we need to focus on, 100% defense, linebacker in particular. I mean, this guy McMillan, he blew his knee out in, uh, I think, with the first preseason game. So, we need to be focused on defense. That's where we need to be at. And if we need to hear about one more mock draft, bro, hand me the gun, give me the bullet, I'm blowing my brains out. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm not talking about a mock draft. I'm just seeing your your level of intrigue about moving up to get Mayfield, whether you'd be 
whether you be uh, I'll tell not you a fan. What my level of interest. My level of interest is the moving up to get Mayfield is zero. Okay, Baker Mayfield, we, he's not proven at all. Okay, your RPO stats and everything like that, I, I don't know what the hell that just proved. Hopefully the, the audience heard it better than I did. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something else. It moving down, any of it, I don't trust either one of those quarterbacks. And the ones I do trust are the guys that you just basically dismantled with the redhead, uh, Rosen, and the other guy. It, it's not, you know, if we were going to go get a quarterback, we need to go get one of those guys. We're not taking a risk by, with the 11th pick or moving up for Baker Mayfield whatsoever. And if Lamar Jackson slips into the third round, then maybe. But other than uh, that, dude, don't talk to me about quarterbacks for the Miami Dolphins. I think you need to put Ryan Tannehill on speed camp and move his ass back to wide receiver. Oh, I think we need to do a few things with Ryan Tannehill just to see what the health is, to be honest with you. No jokes. All, all jokes aside, we need to check and see oh, what this guy's health is. Oh, good point. You know, man. he can't play wide receiver anymore with the, with the injuries. He's probably, he's probably pretty not. immobile. What do you think his break's going to look like? But he, he doesn't look like a confident decision maker behind the line of scrimmage. He doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. And his, uh, his, his accuracy has increased throughout the years, but all the rest of his stats have decreased. And his interception to touchdown ratio isn't very high. I believe it was 19 to 12 in uh, what was it, 2016? The last year he played. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 16. If yeah, yeah, 16. Then he got hurt, and then he missed all 17. So yeah. Uh, but the thing about that dude is that you know we don't know what any of it is, man. But I guarantee what we're gonna be with Ryan Tannehill is right there at seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven, not able to draft a good quarterback. Nine, well, you know, you know what I'm saying. It just, I'm just, I'm just saying. So with Ryan Tannehill, man, it's it's not it's not a good situation, bro. But it's a, a better situation than what we were in last year. But the only thing that sucks is that with Cutler, hey, we didn't we didn't lose. You know, we should have been, you know, at uh, two and fourteen is what we should have been. And then we could have our our hands on the top pick in the draft. But that's not where we're at. Well, let me get back to this CBA argument with the collective bargaining agreement. I mean, we're relying on the referees to protect the quarterback instead of the offensive line. And it's kind of something that the players have signed up to. And the NFL ratings have decreased. The level of play has gone down a little bit. A lot of it has to do with the offensive line. What are your thoughts about that? About what offensive line? About all of them. I mean, they don't, they don't have time the to – they don't the... get to practice. They don't get any time to practice. And then it's affecting the games because not a lot of teams – have good protection for their quarterbacks, and then you're involving the referees to protect them from big-time hits when really it comes down to their offensive line just can't block, and their offensive lines can't block because they don't have time to practice, which leads me I full circle you, uh, back into why the RPOs make sense for Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, specifically Baker Mayfield, because of his accuracy, and he can make quick decisions, especially like, oh, I'm going to run for the cops even though I'm going to get caught and hit Crime Times Magazine. Uh, you know, Crime Times Magazine, I'm not sure the whole audience is getting that. But, yeah, okay, I understand what your argument was. I know you told me to listen to the first segment very closely. I didn't, so I, I really wasn't paying any attention to it, to be honest with you. Uh, but, yeah, sure, that makes sense then, Beck. So, good job, dude. You started off the show with a freaking bang, man. Good job, man. You're on top of your game. Yeah, I'm pretty smart. Is there any more brain busters that I can figure out for anybody? Anybody any more questions? Any more brain busters? 267-521-0153. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Mad Money Mike can lead you in any direction you want. If you call the show, you can listen on hold. You sit there at a hold position. Just make sure you hold your water. We don't take any false starts. 
And uh, we usually don't take any double dipping, but uh, I mean, we had a we almost had a triple dipping last week on the show. Uh, what what was all that about? That was about uh, Virginia Bennett from know, Happy man. Gilmore. He was triple dipping about uh, the lady from uh, Modern Family, Julie Bowen. Yeah, yeah, we got we got another situation like that this week. Me and Efane, for those of us, for those of you who haven't listened to the show that much, we uh, we went to college together, and actually, our uh, producer Mad Money Mike went to the same school, High Point University. The best, oh. the only, and the bestest you ever will know. Ever will know. When my brother went there, it was 900 kids. By the time me and E-Fane and Mad Money Mike graduated after I did my five-year victory lap, it was 3,500 kids. Great school. Anyway, anyway, Nita Cobain, shout out. Anyway, one of the girls that uh, we went to college with, uh, she was a cute little girl back in the day, and I just sent Eddie Fane Very a, cute, very cute, very cute. I just sent Eddie Fane a picture of what she looks like now. Tell me about that picture, very Eddie. Gross, what was going gross, on there? Uh, that, uh, female bodybuilders. Let's, uh, <laughs> and we will not name drop. We will not name drop. Let's get into a little tip-tap of this. You get a little cute little blonde girl, about, mm, I don't know, 98 pounds, uh, so sexy, this and that, that and this. And now <laughs> this girl could take down our whole radio squad here within – I don't know, what, 45 seconds? If there's any yeah. dudes out there in the Blitz audience, and again, sorry for the, the bad quality here. We are on the boat, on the way to Bahamas. This is the only time I can do the show. We had to do it tonight. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. If you like a chick with that many muscles and that much fake tan, and that, that, that's just disgusting, dude. I, I, don't, I don't get it, and I don't get why these girls want to do it. Is there, like, something psychologically in their head that they're like, oh, I'm over men, so now I'm going to just lift weight and and she's got to be doing steroids bro she didn't go from a little girl to freaking jack like that like that's grossly jacked yeah I, i'm not i'm not a fan i'm ter- i'm terrified of these women i'm terrified of them i, I but it if also there's any women me- bodybuilders in the audience feel free to call in kb if you want to drop the number again i mean i'm a little bit scared Two, six, of seven, five, two, one, one, oh, one, five, three. but this also leads me to a memory <laughs> i didn't even think about this till right now but uh, I, I believe uh, back in college, I was uh, I, I was too drunk to participate in this event. But the HPU Division One women's basketball team challenged our group of friends to a game of basketball because they were bored yeah, with the current situation, uh, as Prince would say from the Chappelle Show. But uh, just remind me if this is true, Mad Money. Uh, I I remember the story as uh. They they were the the three uh, Division One girls. They were whooping up, they were whooping up on us and our crew, and you were caught by the trash cans throwing up. And I was told the story like six hours later, and we could see you for like two more days. Yeah, that's that money. You uh, care to elaborate? I, you know, I don't quite remember that one so clearly. I don't. I don't know. Those oh, two days just blanked out on me. So I'll go ahead and add in here. Um, <laughs> First off, they weren't whooping up on us. I mean, we're playing to 11. It's a close game, ones and twos, you know, just half court. Uh, there were some loose balls. There was some yelling going on between our team. And Mad Money just um, – it could have been the night before. It could have been the fact that these girls were playing hard, dude. I mean, they were getting physical in the paint. Mad Money was down there with one of them, a uh, bigger black girl, and she was going to town on Mad Money, man. That could have been a romantic thing. It could have been a stress thing. It could have been a, a multitude of things. But, uh, yeah, there was definitely a quick run over the trash can. 
a quick throw up and then a run out of the gym. And we didn't see Mad Money again until that evening. We still killed beers. We lost the it game. We had a sub come in. It was, it was bad. Uh, we ended up losing the game to him. Uh, we won't name drop the other guy who was on the team because, man, he hates that one. I still hear about that game. But, yeah, the sub wasn't getting the job done, Mad Money, and uh, that trash can – uh, that'll that'll be etched in, in my memory forever, dude. Burnt in it. It was a it was a bad loss, and I can't believe we just uh, you know defamed our names like that uh, on the picking of the blitz crew here tonight. Mad Money Mike, confirm or deconfirm? I, I I really don't remember that situation. It must have been a really long day. Well, then you got to pull a card out of the old Kyle Beck playbook. If you don't remember it, brother, it never happened. Let's kick it into locked and loaded picks of the week here like we do every week on Pick Up the Blitz. Let's make you some money. Let's all go home rich, especially after listening to the show. That's what, that's what we do here. That's what we do. And this is just game time, getting game started. Game time, game time, game time, game time. just getting started. I don't remember what, what, what kind of role I got on uh, – Last year during the playoffs, but it was crazy, man. I could play, I could pick NBA games in the playoffs like no other. Eddie Fane's pretty close, if not better, if not better. What we're we starting right. off with, Here man. Here we go. I'm gonna throw them up. You slam them down. Here we go. And this one actually has a little bit of significance in the East. Here you got Toronto at Miami tonight. Miami minus seven, which means I'm assuming Toronto is sitting the starters. Uh, again, on the boat, can't tell you too much. Don't have a computer near me. But Toronto at Miami, Miami minus seven. Miami's trying to fight there. They don't know if they want to slip back to the eighth seed if Washington wins, in which case they'd have to play Toronto in the playoffs. But if they can stay in the seventh seed, they'll be playing a Boston without Kyrie, without Gordon Hayward. So Toronto at Miami, Miami minus seven. Who you got, KB? I got uh, Miami. I think they're going to win big because they're uh... – they are targeting the wounded and wilted Boston Celtics. Okay, okay. I'm also going to go with Miami winning this game. However, the way that they've been playing lately, I don't even think they're going to cover the seven. So I go with Toronto. Actually, not change that. Miami blows them out at home, dude. I'm going Miami all the way plus the points. Good. Sounds good. You ready for the next one, Matt Money? Did you care to chime in about that game, or how do we do this nowadays? Nah, you know what? I'm going to... Cleveland, Cleveland minus 15 and a half. Who you got, Beck? Cleveland minus 15 and a half. Uh, who they playing again, man? I uh, I was thinking about Matt Money, man. New, it's New York. It's at Cleveland, though. Uh... Man, let's not Cleveland. forget. Let's not forget. Anyway, let's not forget Tristan Thompson. You know, big scandal going on uh, now. That he's been busted big time cheating on old Khloe Kardashian. So you got to factor that into this whole mix. Well, you also got to factor in that Cleveland's Cleveland's been uh, redlining for a while now to make a statement. I think they pulled the reins up on the old horse secretariat. They win this game, but they do not cover. I could agree. And that money, actually, I want your input on this one. What do you got? Sounds good. I, All right, moving I'm right not, along. I can't Milwaukee. choose on no one on that one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. Wait, wait, wait let's go back to the game. Matt Money Mike, yeah. did you score any points in this game? Did you? How, how long did you make it? You don't remember anything about it, do you? I feel like you're still thinking about it, and it's distracting you from the show. Yeah, I'm just trying to rattle my mind here around it, and this whole basketball <laughs> is making me nauseous, you know. 
Well, it wasn't our only run-in with one of those Division One uh, basketball girls, man. So you're going to have to rattle through a couple different memories to get this one figured out, man. Eddie, what's the next thing, man? Milwaukee at Philly. Philly's won 15 in a row, man. J.J. Redick at 28 last night. You got Philly minus six. Milwaukee at Philly. Philadelphia minus six. Who you got? Oh, man, Philadelphia, that's a hard pick because no team has ever finished on the winning streak like they have. It hasn't happened in NBA history. Can Philadelphia pull it off Ben Simmons without Joel Embiid against the Milwaukee Bucks? You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he was supposed to be an ex-LeBron, but I'll tell you what, he ain't going to be looking like no fun tonight. Philly's going to hit this streak before they take a dive in the playoffs. Okay, I'm going to go with Milwaukee winning this one. What we got next? Mad Money. Who you got now, real quick? You got to hit one pick. Um, I'm going to side with uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Two against I like one. It, I like what it, we got I like next? It. I like it. I like it. And listen, this one actually has a lot of implications out west, uh, I believe, that from what I've heard. Denver at Minnesota. Minnesota minus three. Minnesota minus three. I'm taking Minnesota minus three. I think Tom Thibodeau gets it done, gets his team to the playoffs, and saves his job. We'll talk more about it later. I would like one of you to. I would like one of you to look up what implications that has because I think there's like 15 different ways that this could all end up seeding based on this. Denver, game. Well, Denver, and Denver and Minnesota have to win to get in. And OKC sits in here somewhere. We got that game coming up next. Memphis at OK. Oh, I'm also going to go with Minnesota covering in winning that game. But by the way, next game, we got Memphis at OKC. Listen to this freaking spread. Memphis at OKC. OKC minus 17 and a half. Now, nah, Memphis going to cover that, man. That's just crazy, dude. I, I know. I double-checked this about three times. I do Who not you think got, Matt Money? Four picks. Who you got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with OKC on that one. You're going to have OKC plus 17. You're going to have to split out the whole game. Uh, you might as well put the trash can in your room, dude, if you bet on this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The stress level going to kill you, bro. That, that's oh, it for Lock and Loaded Picks of the Week. 17 and a half. Anytime you see 17 and a half show up on a point spread, you go with that plus 17 and a half. Not to mention the fact that OKC clinched the deal in Miami two nights ago, and they, they're going to the playoffs. I don't know what seed. I know they might be fighting for seeds. 17 and a half. Jesus Christ. All right, we got we to gotta head to a commercial break. We got to do one pause for the cause for our sponsors here on the show, but we got much more locked and loaded for you here to deliver, not just the picks. Hope you take the picks. Hope we got them in there before uh, some of these games started. Last night in the NBA regular season, uh, it's been a long one. It's always grinding the NBA. You got to either love it or you hate it. That's the way the NBA rolls. We also got McGregor, Mayweather, Giants at number two. Will Tibbs keep his job and what Eddie was right about, or almost right about it. He wasn't right about it. He was almost right about it over the weekend. And always game balls at the end of the show. So don't miss that. Don't miss that. Pick him to the blitz. KB Ethane, 267-521-0153. This is KB from Pick him to the Blitz with KB and Ethane. Ethane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. 
Picking Up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings, too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. You are back inside Pick Up with the Blitz with Kyle Beck and Eddie Fain. Mad Money Mike inside the tower controlling everything. Call 267-521-0153. Blitz show. Topics to get into. But we got our first caller from the Blitz Brigade. Who are we talking to, Mad Money Mike? Columbus. Columbus from Brandon. Got him. One of our leaders of the Blitz Brigade. What are we talking about? What's up? I'm I'm late joining the show, but I wanted to ask you, uh, who do the Celtics want to play in the NBA playoffs, and who do you think they're going to play? Whew, you threw that little curveball in the end. All right. Yeah. After uh, my mind was changed last night, actually. I watched the Celtics play the Wizards last night. Their backcourt is very strong with John Wall back in action. I think that's a little much for the Celtics scrubs to handle. I think the Celtics really want to play Miami. They are looking to play Miami. They're looking for a Miami win tonight for sure. Now, who they're going to play, I think, has to deal more with Eddie Fain's department, and we're going to switch that over to him. Oh, I didn't hear the question. Well, let's hear that again. Eddie, Eddie, I asked who the Celtics want to play and who do you think they're going to play? Well, I think they're going to end up playing the Heat, man. I think that the Heat, uh, I don't know exactly how this is supposed to play out tonight. I know Washington has a lot of say in it, um, and the Heat do as well, uh, fighting between the seventh and eighth seed. I know that Miami does not want to play Toronto in the playoffs, so I think they're going to win tonight and then hope, and then I think that basically locks them in. As for the Celtics' perspective, I don't think that they want to play uh, the Heat just based on coaching alone. I'm telling you that right now because I think that, that Eric Spolstra, I know you guys are so high on Brad Stevens and he gets a lot of credit for maybe coach of the year because of what he's done with such a depleted roster, after, especially after Kyrie's gone down. And you guys still won, what, 50 games, 52 games? How many games did you guys win? 53, I believe. Yeah, there you go. So what I'm saying is, um, sorry, engine just started up again. Like I said, Columbus, I'm sorry about this. We're out on the boat heading to the Bahamas right now. But uh, 
The thing that I'm thinking is if they had a choice between Washington and Miami, although Miami is streaky and they are on a cold one right now, if I'm the Celtics, I'm thinking that you want to play the Wizards, but that could just be coming from me as a Heat fan. I think that's just coming from you as a Heat fan because I don't think you understand how strong the backcourt is for Washington with Bradley Beal and John Walsh. The is John Celtics Wall have, even back yet, though? Is John Wall even back yet, though? I don't know that. that yeah, I, I yeah. Literally he, 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 played, he played last night, and he's getting into shape, and he already got his Did first game. Did he play well? Whoop. Did he play yeah, he well? well? He played well. He Extremely well. Extremely well. He whooped wow, up on the right. Celtics. Maybe you guys now, yeah. ba- now, Hey, man. Now, back to another point go. that you made, Eddie, uh, about Eric Spolster. I think Brad Stevens is a better coach, man, but I also I want to throw this out there. Oh, and are you Eric, saying that it, as, a, as, a, as a media member? Are you saying that as a fan, dude? I'm saying that as a media member, but what you cut me off from saying is I think that Eric Spolster is very, very, very extremely underrated. He's a he's a really good coach too, man. I, I just don't see him and Pat Riley. I just see a little bit of lack of discipline with the Miami players that I think gives the Celt and a, and a lack of talent that gives the Celtics a little more chance rather than a, rather than going against a fearsome backcourt that the Wizards have in Bradley Beal and John Wall. Well, listen, about the Heat, man. The Heat are a streaky team right now, and, and they came off and they were started out against OKC, I think it was 22-5, to five, and then, then they ended up just completely getting their asses kicked in the fourth quarter. And it, a lot of it has to do with Dwayne Wade. Um, they play at a Either pace, way, doesn't sound pace. good for Boston. No. What's that? Either I, way, I, I, doesn't what? sound good for Boston. Well, you would think so, but it's not its not the Dwayne Wade of old, man. And we're starting to see it, really, really see it. it's not the Dwayne Wade of old. And it's getting to a point that it's getting embarrassing because he can't keep up with the pace of the offense that the Miami Heat like to run. When they're moving fast and they're getting Hassan Whiteside involved, they look unstoppable. And then when they slow it down with their backup players and Wayne Ellington, I don't know, many people won't even know who Wayne Ellington is, but he's a great three-point specialist. When, you, when they start losing – uh, that pace when Dwayne Wayne comes in because he cannot keep up that pace anymore. And when his shot's not dropping, he's literally slowing the game down. He's hurting everyone. We have a good a kid named Josh Richardson who, within the next few years, mm-hmm. will be a superstar in the NBA. He's from Tennessee. He's a skinny star. kid right now, but he can He'll hit a, a jumper star. from anything. He can play defense. Justice Winslow's a bust. I'm, I'm completely over Justice Winslow. If you know anything about him, he's a bust. R- but Josh but Richardson, Richardson will be a star. He will never be I'm a superstar. Yes, 100%. 100%. But I'm just telling you, man, the history between the Boston Celtics, the history between the Miami Heat, the history between me versus KB in a freaking shower fight. Well, not like we were showering and fighting together, but we were like, fuck. Nah, like I pulled you through the There's shower door. It's not gay. It's not a gay thing. It's just a, you know, a man thing. You love your right, team. Well, let me, let, me drop, let me drop this on you real quick before we that move on. That went south bad. While we, got, while we got the caller on the line, Celtics – have the ability to escape the first round against the Heat. The Celtics do not have the coaching or players, mainly the players in the backcourt, to beat the Washington Wizards in a seven-game series unless they totally just blow it. Um, are you well, asking always, me or are you telling y'all's me? Analysis, I'm y'all's telling analysis you. Sounds like it's right on the money. Uh I don't know whether Boston needs to throw in the towel or not. Well, there's no more throwing in the towel. There's no more players to throw in the towel. You don't have Marcus Smart. You don't have Kyrie Irving. You don't have Gordon Hayward. There's no more throwing in the towel. You've already thrown in the towel all you can. I mean, the only thing yeah. you could do is you could sit. You could sit Al Horford, but he needs to learn. Still needs to learn how to be aggressive and not Al Horford. 
He's got to be consistently aggressive constantly, or they got no chance even going forward. He he's a well over a hundred million dollar man with the Celtics, and his lack of aggression extremely frustrates me. He's a soft guy with Dumbo ears, but when he gets mad, he gets mad and he plays really well. But I don't think he could do it consistently against the Wizards. I think he could against the Heat. I think he could really bother Hassan Whiteside. But he's got no chance against fueling the Celtics against a quick, good shooting, extremely fast-paced backcourt like the Washington Wizards. And the Washington Wizards also have Martin Gortat that can give Aaron Baines a lot of problems, who's also been guiding the team. Now, also, given my analysis of that situation, I also want to put in the fact that Brad Stevens has been running kind of a slightly odd rotation, getting multiple players more time than they deserve that that won't be in the playoff rotation. So after one game, maybe my maybe my picture's a little maybe my picture's a little skewed, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little scared of that backcourt. But being in the Washington area, I'm actually very I, I wouldn't mind playing the Wizards and listening to all these uh schmoes like Chad Dukes versus the world. What a what a fat schmo that guy is. What a waste of time to listen to that guy is on CBS radio. I would not mind smashing the Wizards and be able to listen to them cry all all over the radio like they always do. They're just sad around here. But I will give a shout out to uh, Steve Buckhans and Phil Chenier. Uh, yeah, they were that's great. good. That's good. They, yeah, yeah they, that's they, right. They were great. We're we're gonna we're gonna drop our uh, call here from the Blitz Brigade and move on. Uh, we got uh, some more NBA playoff picture to uh, move into, but I know Eddie is dying to talk about what has transpired here in the last week for the UFC boxing, Dana White, Conor McGregor, and Floyd Mayweather. Well, let's just call it what it is, man. All right, everybody's seen what McGregor has done now uh, on the bus. A lot of people are saying this is all staged, this is all hype. The felony charge, though, I'm not sure that that's staged. I know you have your opinions on this as well. And I'm sure you're willing to drop them very soon. But if you ask me, this is going to be Floyd's next fight. This is going to be Connor's next fight. And we've heard the stipulations of what the fight's going to be. And Dana White, Dana White, your sport's dying. You don't. The only star you really have in your sport is Conor McGregor. So you want to say, oh, Conor's actions were so dis- disrespectful, inappropriate. The UFC does not condone this. Da da da. Sending three people to the hospital, so on and so forth. And then you post the video, like, dude. You're, you're literally hyping the guy up because this guy's your breadwinner. And now that Floyd Money Mayweather and the TMT team, the money team, they're, they're all getting together with you, and they're going to make you even more money because guess what, Beck? As much as they're going to put stipulation on no kicking, no, no touching, it's just straight up boxing in a UFC ring with no, with no shoes on, essentially. I know you also know more about the rules than I do of what this fight is going to be so far as it's speculated. But – if you're going to tell me, Dana White, that you don't need this fight to continue keeping your brand alive, then you're lying through your teeth, buddy. And this Conor McGregor arrest, do you really think that it was fixed? Do you really think this whole thing was set up as a publicity stunt? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was too – It was. It, it, there's no perfect storm like that where he, he shows up uninvited. It will start off his belt gets taken away. Then he shows up uninvited with his crew who they let in. And then he ends up throwing the thing through the through the bus window. Then Dana White's on TV. Then Floyd Mayweather saying he'll box UFC. Then the fight's on. Then the rules get changed in Floyd Mayweather's favor. Yeah, dude, not buying it. 
I'll tell you what I do buy, though, is what they – we got on the line. Let's go to our caller. He's part of the Blitz Brigade. Let's hit it up. Uh, hello? What up? Hello? You're pick up oh, the hey, Blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fain. You're on the live um, air. Oh, nice. I'm uh, Brian calling from uh, Northern Virginia. I just wanted to um, give a shout-out to my man from my home state, Andre Ingram. Probably haven't heard of him unless you're a D-League fan, but last night he got uh, put on the 32. But who would want to be yeah. that? Yeah, I, yeah, nobody except Andre Ingram, 32-year-old uh, rookie, um, just hit hit a, a opened up a three three pointers, 19 points. Um, just what a great story. And uh, <laughs> not sure if it's a one-time thing or if he'll pick up a contract, but uh, it was just a epic performance. The only other Lakers to do that, I think, are um, Jerry West and Magic Johnson. No, and, nobody's uh, ever so done now, that in their first game. Nobody's ever done that in oh, their first okay. game. Well, he's, I mean, like, nope. now he's he's outdone Laker greats like Abdul-Jabbar, you know, these these great-time Lakers, and he's kind of like – You'll he's, see he's, these kind <laughs> of things in, in AAA baseball, but you'll never see this in the NBA probably ever again. 12 years yeah. in the D League slash what is now the G League, and he yes. gets a call mm-hmm. up here with two games left. Now mm-hmm. – He's the father. He's of kind of the Rudy of basketball, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Father of two out here in Virginia, 32 year old. He's got gray speckled hair and went out there and lit it up against the Rockets, mind you, against the you, uh, Houston Rockets. Do you think that the Lakers players but turned in their jerseys to the coach and said, "Oh, if, if he doesn't <laughs> play, I'm not playing." Uh, yeah, be, I'm kind of easy for him. To <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they just kind of sneak it in there. One of the last games of the season. And um, yeah, he said he was he was playing in front of strangers for the first time in 12 years because he was such a, a D&G League veteran. Hey, thank you for bringing the blitz with that call. That's a great call. I was contemplating bringing that up here on the show, putting it on the outline. I didn't think anybody cared, uh, yeah. but clearly, clearly no, no, we have at least one person on the Blitz Brigade that does. So thank you for bringing yeah. that to picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fame, Bad Money Mike. Call two six seven five two one zero one five three to get on the show. Hit us up on Facebook. As well, we cool. thank you, uh, Brian from Northern Virginia. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, most well, definitely. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Andre Ingram for the Los Angeles Lakers scored more mm-hmm. points than any other Laker in their first game. Twelve years in the G League, D League. Yeah, thirty-two-year-old um, NBA rookie. Yeah, you got it. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to throw that in there. Thirty-two years old in the D League. But uh, back to Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, Eddie. I was going to say, uh, what are some stipulations that you would like to see in this fight? Because I was thinking maybe they could blindfold Floyd Mayweather, and then he could be – he would have to say Marco, and and Conor McGregor would constantly have to be running around the ring, and he would have to say Polo, and that's how Mayweather would have to try and get his shots in. I mean, what kind of stipulations do you like to see in the fight? What kind of stipulations do I like to see in a real fight between or in the UFC fight? Come on, man. This is ridiculous. You could do, you could do Marco, Marco Polo. You could do uh, the crowd could get involved. <laughs> listen, you, listen. Could hotter, you could do hotter or colder, you know, so that he could be swinging at nothing and the crowd could be like, cold, cold. And as he got closer to McGregor, they could be like, hotter, hotter, hotter. Uh, what, what would you like? Mad Money, what would you like to see happen in this fight? Um, Come nothing. on, man! You're buying it. Come... You're buying it. What do you want to see for your money? They'll do whatever you want. They'll do whatever you want. They're pretty much just that's what they're doing. 
They'll do whatever you want to do. It's 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 might as well be WWF anyway. You got Ricky Dinky Ronda Rousey doing this doing this stuff as well too. What what do you want to see? What what do you want to see? Any of it. Hey, what do you want to see? <laughs> not like I'm gonna watch it anyway. Oh, you're Maybe. absolutely do, do do not lie through your teeth because everyone will watch this shit. It, I mean, it's that money. good, man. I Everyone's can come up with like a million. I can come up with like a million things. You put like an obstacle course with some dummies. You got to take the, You got to tackle the tackling dummy. Then you got to bounce past the pass through the thing. Then you got to. Then you got to run up and dunk the basketball to the basketball hoop. Then you could dive into the ring. But then you got to put your boxing gloves on. You got to tape them up before the other person gets over to you and starts beating down on you. I mean, you could throw any stipulation into this and be awesome. Well, because Nothing. Mad Money's done with that, uh, I don't know. I'll tell you, look, here's the deal, man. All jokes aside, man, I'm going to watch it just because I want to see Mayweather and these stupid boxing, the UFC gloves, if that's oh, what they're going to be. Oh, you'll buy it. You'll buy it. Or you'll yeah, I know, and I want to see what someone who does. Mayweather, this is how you're going to end your career because you're spending your money too fast, dude. Like, honestly, you could just go out, and after the little debacle, the, the fake, it wasn't a debacle, but it was a fake show that we saw of them boxing. I mean, we know that was not a real boxing match. Conor McGregor didn't have a chance. Floyd Mayweather played with him, played with him, played with him. It doesn't McGregor have the strength to knock like him out. Popeye. He was like Popeye in there. I'm just telling you, dude, that what I want to see is this because I want to see Mayweather lose. I want to see Conor McGregor bust his face open because he stepped out of his league, okay? Conor McGregor is meant for this, and they're going to cheap. The only thing that's going to suck is when the ref's like, no, Conor, you can't do that. He's like, no, I'm in a UFC ring, bro. This is what you do in a UFC ring. You can't tell me I can't do this. This is what everything, every bit of my nature, everything in my brain tells me to do. So they're going to tell him that he can't do this. That's when it might be a problem. All right, well, what if McGregor... Comes out and he takes the referee out and he breaks the referee's arm real quick. So then there's nobody to officiate the ring. And then it's just McGregor and Ronda and Rousey comes and out and she's like, yeah, I'm going to fight Triple H. And then uh, Stephanie McMahon will be there, dude. It's, I can't wait for it, man. <laughs> UFC, WWE 39. It's going to be great, dude. Just a blast. Next the, subject. The, w, the WCW comes back out. WCW versus NWO. Oh, Hogan's there, there, Andre the Giant. I mean, he's bunch not of, dead, bunch is he? of slim gyms, bunch of slim gyms everywhere. Oh man, it's gonna be fantastic, fantastic. No, but uh, I sort of got. I'll stop kidding about this fight. Um, but I won't. I can't do it. I, I can't do it, Eddie. It's it's just a. It's an absolute joke. Mad Money Mike. Let's pause for the cause. Hit the sponsors and uh, hop back in before. Uh, before this gets uh, any uh, faker than it already is. <laughs> Eddie, it's win or go home for the Nuggets and the Wolves. You know their coach, Tom Thibodeau. He was in question for working the Chicago Bulls too hard at the Joakim Noah, Derrick Rose days. He might have beat Derrick Rose into the ground. There's a question, will he keep his job that I'm going to ask you on the other side of the break. Also, are you buying the Giants staying at number two? And your master's pick. i got to get into your master's pick. That's probably what we're going to open up with. 267-0153. Picking up the blitz with Kyle Beck, Eddie Fane, Mad Money Mike up in the tower. Get on the brigade. This is KB from Picking Up the Blitz with KB and E Fane. E Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you gotta go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, 
you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and Ethane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there. Our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi, Wild Dog's got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold Wild Dog Picks of the Week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. What up, y'all? Y'all are back inside picking up the Blitz with Kyle Beck and Eddie Thane, Maddie Money, Mike up inside the tower. we got a great show for you guys. We're not quite done yet. As you know, there's a lot more to get into. Mike cut it a little short this week. I don't know. Eddie Thane's about to drift off into the Bermuda Triangle on his way to the Bahamas, so we have to accommodate our co-host here. But uh, that's what we do to make it work for members of the Blitz Brigade. That's right, Mad Money, right? Right? Nah, he's right. All right. Eddie Fane was almost right about the Masters. You know who else Dude, was almost I was right? I was really you know who else was almost right? That cornerback, that good-ass cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What did he say? Play that, man, Money. I ain't got too much to say, but y'all make sure y'all bring that same energy out here next week and the week after. We're going to the Super Bowl, and we're going to win that bit. We're going to win that bit. Duval! Hey, I... Man, kill that. Hey, Jordan Spieth, man. Eddie, you were almost right, and I hope he brings that intensity every week, man. Well, if you look at it like this, man, I was right, considering everybody else that I bet with, some of which haven't paid up yet. If you're listening to this show, my Venmo is still open, you little scumbags. But, um, yeah, I was right, because everybody wanted Tiger. They wanted this comeback, and everybody said, oh, Tiger Woods this, Tiger Woods that. Watch what he does in the Masters. It's game time. He's back. Tiger's back. Tiger's not back. Tiger is not willing. He's not ready to compete with these kids. He's too old. He's not that guy. And that, yeah, that's I agree. Facts, dude. That's I agree. But Speed played, dude. He played lights out, man. That was really exciting golf. There was like, dude, standing over a ball and and swinging a club at it. That was freaking awesome, man. That that was a great tournament. I don't get why people don't buy into Patrick Reed. He doesn't seem too likable, and I like him 
for that. What do you think about that? We lost him. We lost him. All right, Mad Money, did you watch any of the tournament? Uh, I watched uh, just a little bit of it. I uh, didn't have much time to catch to a whole thing, but I saw the speed coming back up. Yeah, it was pretty exciting, man. I, I thought it was a really good tournament. The course was looking really good. You know, that's actually one thing, you know, I got on the bucket list is I would really like to do the uh, – to go to the Masters one time, man. That, I think that'd be really cool. I like how the food's affordable, and uh, you know, and the only thing I just hope you know that, that you get some warm weather when you go. But uh, looks like we lost E Fane. Uh, but let's get into game balls of the week to close out the show. Here we go, buddy. <laughs> And now, Game Ball, given out by your boy E-Fane and Kyle Beck, brought to you by Gold Chains of Champagne Entertainment. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's right. It's that time of the week. KB, E-Fane, E-Fane, sorry we lost you in the Bahamas there in the Bermuda Triangle. Not a lot we can do about that. Sorry we got him for what we did. Bad Money Mike, sure you ain't got no game ball, man? What about to your Wi-Fi company for getting the internet hooked up in time? Or did you do that all yourself? No, I had a little help from the, the Wi-Fi company. You ain't gonna throw him a shout-out? Yeah, we'll give him a little shout-out, because I don't know what I'm gonna do without him. Yeah, all right. All right, we'll also give a shout-out to Wild Dog Hot Sauce, big promoter of the show, near Food Mart. I'm not sure if PrimeCombine.com is even... Are we cashing any checks from them? I haven't received any. All right, all right. So we got, we got to get that PrimeCombine.com out of there, man. No more, no more free sponsorships. They're probably not updating your thing. We don't, we don't back their sponsorship. But, hey, let's get into the game ball of the week for KB. I got to go with the Japanese Bambino. Maybe the next Babe Ruth. This guy Shohei Otani pitching... 2-0 with just over a 2.0 ERA. He's batting 368 with three home runs on the season. This guy deserves a game ball. But is he is he gonna be the next is he gonna be the next Babers? I don't know. He's definitely he's definitely gonna be the Japanese Bambino for now though. That's all I know. We had a great show. Bad Money Mike, good job behind the glass up in the tower. Eddie Fane did a good job too. Thank you to the Blitz Brigade callers. Make sure you guys click the link to listen to the show. Find us on Facebook. If you missed the show, find us on iTunes. The number to Blitz the show is 267-521-0153. The Blitz Brigade right here. Us, we are over and out. Mad Money Mike, kill the show. Let's go, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll see you all then. Later, brah.